Hello and welcome to the podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to have a quick chat with you about our program sponsors. There's two of them. Firstly, there's Crowdspring. If you are somebody who is looking to design your own logo, merchandise, or whole company portfolio, they are the design team for you. You can get hundreds of designs created from worldwide graphic artists quickly effortlessly and the most important thing they are unique no copyright issues to worry about and they are also copyrighted to you so unlike artificial intelligence where you don't own the copyright these ones are absolutely yours so you have no worries if you're a lawyer a medic or perhaps an entrepreneur get yourself down to crowdspring and follow the link down below to get a special 35 dollar discount off while it lasts also, if you are somebody who's interested in travel, then you might want to check out some fantastic deals down below. You can get cash back when you book your flights using my links. And you can also, in addition, receive a fantastic roaming SIM opportunity to save you charges when you use your mobile phone overseas. Just follow the links down below and you can grab all of those goodies as a big thank you from me for coming and listening to my podcast. Take care and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila and it's lovely to be with you again. So today I'm going to be podcasting about parents. Yes, all of you who are parents who perhaps have relocated to different countries or will be relocated to different countries. Um, many of you have been contacting me and some of my students in the past have also had sessions with me to focus upon the big issue of how on earth do you make small talk and conversation in the playground with other parents to try and make friends, arrange play dates, and of course, really importantly, deal with teachers. How do you speak to them? How do you understand what's going on for your child? Perhaps if you go to the school open evening or the parents' evening, it can be a daunting experience. It's hard enough at times if you're a parent speaking English as your first language, because of course when you go to open evenings or parents' evenings, you can always uh, run into trouble at times if your child's having some issues. And you've got to be able to speak with the teachers and sometimes handle situations that are a little bit sensitive um, and perhaps have a different point of view to the teacher and to be able to negotiate around that. So how much harder again will it be when English is your second language and maybe your listening skills are struggling too? So today we're going to talk about some little tips and techniques that you can use to help yourself and also give you some strategies to deal with those listening moments where you really don't understand what's going on but you don't want to say I don't understand. So firstly if you're relocating to another country that's a big enough challenge as it is and in addition you have to support your child to make the transition. Now fairly recently a case in point has happened with another fantastic student I work with where his daughter has run into some difficulty at school by using perhaps a word that, uh, well, shall we just say, is not suitable for use at school or in any situation, to be honest. And it was actually an expletive, a swear word. Now, the chances are that his daughter wasn't using this to be rude or naughty or offensive, but more than likely was copying the other children and what she'd heard because she wanted to try and make friends and fit in and be like one of them. 
And this can be a challenge. So, of course, in this situation, the daughter got into a lot of trouble by the teacher. And, of course, the parents were called and they had to come into school and also speak to the teacher. And it was a rather awkward situation. Furthermore, my student was rather confused himself because he was unsure as to the extent of how extreme the word that his daughter had used was. So he was trying to understand and ascertain, is this a big swear word or is it just like saying damn it or blast it, right? You know, so you as a parent could equally be like uncertain and feel rather awkward about asking the teacher, well, look, um, even I'm not too sure if this is a big deal or not, right? So, of course, in this case, uh, fortunately, my student knows that he can reach out to me. And that's the good thing. When you do coaching with me, it's not like you're going to get on the platforms. You get a really quality service with me. Um, and if you do have anything in between sessions, you can reach me on Telegram and ask me. And I do go back to my students. So in this case, my lovely student messaged and he just said, hey, you know, look, I'd like to know if my daughter's really made a big error here or is it something lower level? And of course, when he told me the word that she used, I'm like, oh, oh no, this is a big deal, you know. So um, but we, we managed to help him or hopefully help him understand where that word sat in the extent of whether it was eh, OK, passable or whether it was a big, big deal. So for you, you equally might face these types of situations, not only you're having to help your child settle in and ensure that they fit in with their peers and their friends, but also you you want to feel as though you fit in. Now, often, not not totally 100%, but I'd say 99.9% .9 of the time, um, the students that I work with, the clients who have this situation, you all tend to be either partners or wives or girlfriends of um, somebody who has had basically his job and moved overseas. So I have um, students from Japan, Korea, China, uh, Singapore, who often have been relocated either to Europe or to America or Canada. Um, sometimes we also have you if you've gone to Australia too, but it doesn't matter really where in the world you've relocated to, the issues are the same. It doesn't matter your nationality or indeed, as I say, where you go to. Thing is, you're kind of isolated. You've often gone with your partner, they have the visa to work, you might not have the right to work, but you are enabled to be within that country. So what do you do? Well, of course, you've got to drop your children off to school and then, well, you get on with the rest of your day. But for many of you, it can be quite isolating because English is something you've been working on, but perhaps not to the extent that you need to in order to feel you can get out into society and participate on a day to day level. You know, your husband, your boyfriend, your partner, your girlfriend, your wife, whoever may, may have been obviously at a higher level of English. So they've been able to get this job opportunity, but you might be in a different boat altogether. And that means that from your point of view, it can be very isolating. So firstly, the good news is if this is you, I can help you. All you got to do is drop down below. There is a link in the description and you can book yourself a free 30 minute session with me on Zoom Okay, to meet the time zone you're in. We can talk about ways that we can help you feel less isolated and I can have a chat with you about some of the one to one coaching I can offer you to support you to get you through this transition time. We can also discuss things such as what's going on with your children. 
and how to speak to your children's teachers and tutors and any other professionals. So in our sessions, we can tailor them specifically for those needs. And we go through many role plays so that you feel more confident when you're in the school playground or at school. Furthermore, you can also just ask me where you currently stand on your English level. Okay, and I can really help you understand and see what's going on. So do grab that session. It's totally free and without further obligation. So in the meantime, what can you do? Well, firstly, when you go to the school playground, it's probably very tempting, isn't it? To just, well, yeah, go in there and get straight out again. But here's the thing. If you do that, you're missing out opportunities to make connections with other parents. So the best thing that you can do is when you go... If you see somebody who looks kind of friendly and maybe they're waiting for their child to strike up a little bit of conversation, it doesn't have to be anything serious. It could just be like, it's rather cold today or it's rather warm today. Or is this your only child? Make a comment about something that is quite easy to chat about. Okay. And then when they answer you, you can just ask them another question about their answer if you want to continue the conversation. So we want to be asking open questions. So if you said it's a lovely sunny day today, isn't it? And they said, yes, it is. And then they might say something like, are you new here? And you might say, yes, I am. And then you would respond and say, how long have you lived here? Now, when they say, well, I've been here for six months or a year, whatever, you could say, oh, where did you live before? Okay. And then when they give you that answer, they might say, well, I, I don't know, I lived in another part of the USA. You could say, oh, why did you move here? So you hear what I'm doing here. We're basically making the other person do all of the talking. We just add a few questions every time about their answer. So we want to use open questions. What, why, when, where, who and how? Because when you ask a question beginning with any of those, the other person has to give you an answer. They can't just say yes or no. They have to give you more detail. When they give you more detail, then you just ask another open question about that answer and they will answer again. And then you ask them another open question about that answer. And you can see how you could continue that for quite a long time, but making the other person do most of the talking so you don't have to worry. But what it does do is it enables you to build a friendship with them because they start to think, wow, they're really interested in me. They're asking all these questions. OK, now, what should happen if you don't fully understand some of their answers? This is a big worry, right? Well, no more, because whenever you're in that situation, instead of you having to say, sorry, I don't understand. This is what you now do. You simply turn around and you say, oh, could you tell me more about that? I'd like to understand that better. Or tell me more about that. I'd like to know that further. Or, oh, that's interesting. Tell me a little bit more. So what you're doing there is you're not saying to them, I'm sorry, I don't understand you. You're not saying, could you repeat that or say that again? Because if you say any of those things, the chances are they're just going to repeat the things, the words, the vocab that you didn't understand in the first place and you still don't understand anything further. So when you say to somebody, oh, tell me more about that, I'd like to understand it better, or oh, tell me more, that means that they're going to give you more, right? You've just asked for more, so they're going to give you more words, more vocab, and hopefully you'll hear something that you can make good sense of, and then you can carry on the conversation. Now, on the off chance 
that they do give you more and you still don't understand, then this is what you do next. You say, oh, so I guess what you're trying to tell me is blah, 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 blah. And you just take your best guess at what you think they've told you. So let's say that you're asking them about when the next school open evening is. And they've kind of said something. You say, oh, so you're telling me that the next school open evening is on Tuesday at seven o'clock. And they might say, yeah, that's right. Or, oh, no, that isn't quite right. This is what I was saying. And they will say something else to explain it further. And hopefully by then you will totally understand it. So I hope those two tips have really helped you feel a little bit more comfortable about how you can deal with both of those rather tricky situations. Now, final note here. When you go to a new country, or perhaps if you're just relocating in your, your region of a different country that you've already established in, it's important that you do this within the first couple of weeks of arriving. Don't wait and leave it four months before you start to speak to people in the playground, because by then most people will have already seen you and possibly decided that you don't want to speak to them because you haven't so far. So it does make it a bit harder for you then to start opening up and having a conversation with them. So even if I know you're feeling a bit terrified and it's valid, just get yourself out there. The worst that can happen is that people don't understand, okay, and you just have to say things again. But if any of this is a problem for you, remember I'm here. Just pop down and get yourself a session with me and I'll be happy to help you out in a live session. Furthermore, you can also register for my app now. The app allows you to practice at your own pace. It means you don't have to have a session with me. It works across all time zones and you can repeat and check it as many times as you like. So it really is your best friend. And again, if you follow the link down below, you will be able to access that straight away as soon as it's available and start using it. So I'm giving you all the tools possible here to really assist you. And this is from my years of coaching and supporting thousands of students worldwide, people just like you who are facing these challenges. In addition, if speaking to your child's teacher is an issue, I'm happy to help you out. We can role play that and really give you the confidence and the vocab you need to express to your child's teacher exactly what you want to say. So I hope this podcast has given you some comfort, given you a few new ideas how to handle those tricky situations. But the best thing I can say to you is get out there. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks about what you're saying. All that matters is what you think about yourself. Go and have a great day and I'll see you soon. Take care.